This is All About Home Construction, and here's your hosts, Terry Beck and Randy Blake. That's right. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Terry. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday to you and everybody out there. Glad to be back. Definitely. It's, it's, it's great to get back into the swing of All About Home Construction live show. So thank you all again for uh, you know the last couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, giving us a break. I know it's it's kind of nice when you. Well, we have family and kids and stuff. It's sometimes it's hard to go out and and do stuff on days that are not Saturday mornings, and so we appreciate all of the uh, understanding out there and uh, all the listeners that reach out and say is everything okay because you know, it happened to be a good thing this time. But yeah, so we appreciate all of our listeners out there. Whether you're listening, of course, right here on WATA or the podcast, we've got. Quite a few listeners uh, around the that that are not in the local area. That so we appreciate those people as well. Yes, we do. So, and uh, don't forget, you can check out that podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can also reach out to us at All About Home Construction on the Facebook page. And for what it's worth, we even even have an email, All About Home Construction at Gmail dot com. So feel free to to give us uh, anything. Yeah, we'll take all feedback. We'll, we'll try to answer anything yeah. we can. It's the way we roll. We're here for you because that's 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 the whole point of the show is to help out all of our listeners. So, and, well, uh, let me thank everybody for that breakfast. That's what I was going to ask. See, I, so, I wasn't here last week. Yeah, uh, we had forty people came out for breakfast, and I really appreciate everybody that came. And uh, you know, we appreciate everything that everybody does when they come to, to our meals. You know, today's fish and chip day. Nice. Ooh. You know. Uh, that was out of every meal we've ever done. We've had more people wanting fish and chips. That's great. Well, you know, it's uh, there's something classic about a good fish and chip. And you know, I'm not a big fish guy, but fish and chips hits the spot sometimes. Well, I I, I use original Irish recipe. There you go. Mm. You know, and uh, next month is the big boy dinner. Oh, that's a big one. Or big, big girl st- dinner. Yeah, the big steaks. Yeah. Uh, so. We're working on tickets on that. We have to buy tickets because, you know, it costs a few dollars to buy a two-pound ribeye. Well, that that <laughs> excuse me, that's the thing anymore is the food prices have gone up so much, and you know you you hate to buy stuff that's going to get wasted because you know you, you hate to buy more. You you you, know, you you can always anticipate someone coming in, but you can't anticipate you know thirty more people coming in, and so that's the that's the the issue. Um, and, and so why are you going with the tickets? So I totally get it to keep your cost down, and you, you pass that along to the to the donors. Yeah. Um, but keeping that cost down, of course, the, the cool thing about you know, all the meals, whether it's the breakfast or the the the, di- the steak dinners or the fish fry tonight, like what I like about it is you're helping out the local VFW, and, and you guys do so so much, and you have so many outreach things for the community so uh you know every every meal goes into to, to help supporting part of that and so that's always a good reason to go out to well you know w. one thing i didn't do was you know here a while back we did elizabeth Dole right wounded warrior foundation out at uh fire rock mm-hmm. station and i have to really give them a big uh thanks for what they did for us so you know check them out too that's awesome and uh they're in the uh, non-profits pretty you know, helping nonprofits move forward. So, well, that was really cool, and I know you had a good time at the event itself. So, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's uh, I enjoy helping the vets. I enjoy, you know, my dad was a military man. He mm-hmm. was a Korean vet, and uh, uh, it actually helps them out. Right. 
All right. And, you know, time's, time's, time's fading for him. You know, my dad's been gone 12 years. Yeah. And uh, now the, the, the Vietnam boys are fading pretty fast. Yeah. And, you know, it's, uh, you get to know them, and if they trust you, then they'll tell you what they accomplished. Yeah. It's really cool. And, um, you know, I, and, that well, being a history fan, like it's, to me, it's always interesting to hear those stories, good and bad stories. You know, it's, there's still like that interest to me, um, and so yeah, it's it's just fun. I mean, you know, it's 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 one of those things to, for me to, to hear those stories. It's it's almost like an honor, like you said, because you know it's it's not something everyone just opens up and talks about always. So to hear that, it's kind of kind of cool in that aspect too. So. Yes, yes, it is, and. Uh... You know, you generally, you know, as a kid, uh, in Boy Scouts and stuff, a lot of the parents are World War II vets. Mm-hmm. But they only talk about things when they're around vets, yeah. you know, because nobody else understands. Yep. yep. I was actually, speaking of podcasts, I was listening to a podcast over the, over the week, um, and it was about a, um, a Vietnam vet was was being interviewed for this podcast. He was talking about going into the uh, all the holes and stuff in Vietnam and the tunnels. And it, but it was interesting because he made that same comment. And he was like, you know, his his dad was um, the, the the guy. I can't remember his name now. It was one of those I was listening to the interview and I completely forgot the guy's name. But he his dad was also in the military in World War Two, and so that's what he was saying when he came home from Vietnam is that his dad was the only one that he would talk to about it because you know they, they had that even though it was different wars they had that commonality. Yeah, so. sure was. Um, so anyway, I say all that. I say it was, it's really cool. So, um, and we, you know, and, and as 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 us, you know, on our, on our show here, we we like to support things like the VFW, where uh, these, you know you go around, and you help the community, and help the not all, not just that particular section of the community, but all the community. Yes, so, yes, you do. Pretty cool stuff. Anyway, thank y'all. We do appreciate it for sure. So. Well, before we get into our main topic today, I'm trying to think, uh, I think we've answered all the listener questions. I don't know that I have any new questions for you this week. No, no new projects going on. If anyone that's that's reached out anyway, but if you have one, give us a call eight two eight two six two one five six seven, and we'll get you on the air. And yes, we will. Uh, I'm trying can, to answer it. If yeah. not, we'll do the research to answer. There you go. And then for those that are listening, or maybe you're you, you don't want to call in on a Saturday morning. Um, if you check in the podcast page, you can uh, all about home construction. When you go to our Spotify page, you can actually leave us like uh, for for lack of a better word, a voicemail, um, and we can put you on there. So if you got a question during the week and you can't remember what it was on Saturday morning, but you remember later on, guess what? We still got you. Yep. So you can you can do it that way too. Pretty cool. So well, should we get into our main topic? Yes. Let's see our main topic today. I guess we can talk about some residential stuff because we like to build residential housing. But but this is a product that you often don't think of as residential, or at least traditionally don't think not, about as residential. Not in this area uh, because it's generally used in commercial, but it's now it's coming into residential. Yeah. So metal siding, though, is our topic for today. Um, like you said, you know, you think about it mostly for commercial jobs or for commercial buildings factories, warehouses, things like that, or, or barns, right? You see it in the agriculture side right. of things quite a bit. Um, 
especially you know in, here in North Carolina. I feel like I, th- I can I can think of several barns that I can drive down the road to you and take you to right now in the county and outside the county that you know the metal barns. So that seems to be where where that niche is for the, for the metal siding, but we're seeing more and more take over the residential side. Yes, we are. Uh, you know, uh, Wayne King was a teacher at the high school, mm-hmm. electrician, and uh, he was the first person that I sold siding to that or sold roofing to that he put on his on his house because he had a real high section that uh, the way the sun beat on it was taking the paint off of it continuously. Right. And uh, unlike some of these pictures, you know, he he run it he run it vertical instead of horizontal. Yeah, and which that's a good good way to do it. And uh, well, that seems to be well, I don't know when, uh, that that seems to be common. How's that? I wouldn't say yeah. more, more common, but it certainly seems to be common to run it that way. Um, you, you know, you see, and, and that's the you know again going back to the agriculture thing. That's the way most of the barns that I've seen anyway are, are you know the vertical. Yeah. Well, you um, can now you can run it horizontal too. You can run it on a forty-five degree angle. Sure. Is you know, and, and it's just like uh, uh, you got to make sure your lap is correct. Okay. Right. And most people don't. You know, you don't know how many roofs we've gone back, and the roofer has lapped the metal wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, when you're uh, talking about siding, now we'll, we'll, we'll again, you know, we're just we've got a whole show on this. I don't I don't want to open up too much right now, but. In general, is there a difference between siding and roofing? No. Okay. Not at all. Matter of fact, the, the color schemes, you have a lot more color schemes with uh, that you can use on your siding. You can actually mix and match. Like okay. you can put part of it horizontal. You can put part of it vertical. Nice. You know, you can create uh, different looks with it. Okay. And, uh, you know, here, here beside the radio station, we have this big building, this commercial building here. And a lot of the upper is siding that is, looks like boards, but mm-hmm. it's all aluminum siding. Right. And uh, But the siding we're looking at is not aluminum siding. Well, it's steel siding. That's, okay, so, so that's one thing, too. Like, I mean, you, you have different sidings. You know, again, we got aluminum, you got steel. And, it, I mean, I, copper is a little bit different because it's, it's more of a specialty thing. I mean, I know you can get copper stuff, but that's... That's a high-end trim type thing. It, usually. it is, but you can get a uh, uh, a copper metal. Oh, right. Uh, MBCI is the company that originally uh, patented the copper copper okay. penny is what it's called. Okay. And it uh, it's a really high durable uh, copper color, but I don't know if I'd want to do the whole house in copper. Right. Well, is I guess those two plus throwing copper in there, three metals. Those are typically the 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 only choices. I mean, I don't know of any. I mean, tin is not a thing anymore. No, zinc is another alternative. Okay. And uh, now zinc is a gray color. Okay. But uh, uh, CSS uh, out of uh, Raleigh or Greensboro, uh, the company doesn't exist now, but they're the company that started the zinc siding. Okay. But you could either get it in a diamond pattern or a round scallop pattern and stuff oh, like that. Nice. that locked together. Well, I guess where I'm going through is, you know, you, you think of the, the, you know, again, going back to the agriculture, you think of the old tobacco barn that's got the tin roof on it. 
Um, yeah. There's really no tin is not really a product that we use anymore. That that's actual tin, right? Correct. Everybody called it tin because that's just how it came out. But right. actually, it was steel. But see, that was a galvanized product. Okay? Right. Now the old barns that had galvanized on it was a real heavy galvanized. Okay. okay? And you know, under the federal standards, uh, G60 is what it's supposed to be. Okay. Now, if you look at a galvanized roof that's already rusting in five years, that's not a G60 roof. Gotcha. Okay, and another thing about galvanized is galvanized does not have a warranty. Oh, really? I didn't know that. No, it doesn't have a warranty until you go to G90. Uh, and G90 is for saltwater exposure only. Okay. I mean, it, so if you right. take a G90 so product a- and bring it here, we uh, – we got some purlins, eight inch purlins, that we bought from Whirlwind. That is a G ninety, that has been up there in our. We used it for rails in our lot for our cattle. Okay. And it's been there now, going on about twenty years, and there's no rust on it whatsoever. That's cool. And uh, but it's a heavier product. Well, how do they even galvanize something like that? Well, it goes through a treatment, and uh, uh, it's the amount of. Mill milliliters that they put on it. Okay, you know most comp- most people don't realize that your paint on your house from a a, a, a company that is not a registered company is only one mil thick. Okay, so your high metal companies is a two to three mil thick thick paint. Okay. See what? Let's let's take our first break and we will come back. I'm going to ask you about that mill because that that's a. A term that we get a lot when we talk about metal in general. So we'll be right back right after this. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmill and equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades, and debarkers so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Asheboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8304. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. Give us a call, 828-262-1567. Talking a little bit about residential metal siding in today's show. So before we went off the air, I, or for the break there, I had a question about mills. So we see that when, when I go to uh, any store, even a box store, and, and buy a sheet of metal, it's in you know so many mills. We yep. see plastic even in you know six mil plastic. When exactly is that? That is the thickness. Gotcha. That is a unit of measurement. And uh on paint, one mil is thousandths of an inch. Point zero two five four of a thousandth. Nice. So the the mill itself it, uh, traditionally is one thousandth of an inch. Yep. And so yeah, so then as you get into you know paint 
Well, like I said, I mean, we, we measure that. We use that measurement a bunch with plastic and, and metal itself. So when we're talking about metal, though, since that's what today's show is about, when I buy a, a, a piece of metal and it's got the whatever mill rating on it, is that the, the metal and the paint? No. See, because your metal's different. Your, okay. your metal's bought in gauge. Uh, okay. See? And, so, uh, so that would be the difference. So, so what exactly? How would you like? How would you interpret the gauge? The higher the number, the better. The thicker, right? Well, uh, the federal standard for metal roofing starts at twenty nine gauge. Okay. Okay. Now, to give you an indication about some, you know, companies, they'll sell a thirty gauge material, and time the they put the paint on it, it brings it into the twenty nine gauge. Okay. So, see, not all metals are created equal. And, uh, you know, we've talked about in the past about tensile strength of metal. Right. Uh, I prefer an 80,000-pound tensile strength metal because it's a softer metal. It's a pliable metal. Uh, you can dent it, and when the, just the sun comes across it two or three days in a row, a dent might disappear Okay. because of expansion contraction. Right. Uh, uh, the high mill... Or the high tensile strengths, 110,000, 120,000s. Okay. Uh, it is actually a brittle metal. So a lot of times when it dents, if the dent comes back out, it has a hole in it. Okay. And uh, that's the reason I don't like it. To give you an indication. Right. We did a roof repair, or we did a total roof change out. And uh, Greg took a piece of metal and just ripped it like paper. Not uh, not just, length, lengthwise, but across the three foot area. Oh, so across he, the ribs and all. Yeah, and he just Cause, I mean because that's the whole point of the ribs is to be stronger. Yeah, huh. and uh, he tore it up. But you know when I first started putting metal on, I didn't really want to saw it. Okay, and so uh, the higher tensile strength metal, you can actually after you scribe it four or five times with the utility knife, you Bend can it. you can break, break it. it. Yep, and uh, well. So we talked about mill being thicker, the, the higher the number, but you mentioned the gauge, and so here we are talking about the different gauges. It's actually the opposite. The, the lower the number, the thicker it is Correct. when we're talking about metal. And, yeah. and then it goes for, you know, I, I wasn't thinking about it, but, you, but we see that in wiring even. Like, it's it's the same concept, as, you know, in, in the copper wire that you pull for your electricity. It comes in different gauges. Yeah, it's like uh, you got guys out here do gutters. How about, let's go to the Right, right. Because aluminum is uh, cheap aluminum gutters is twenty nine gauge. Okay. Good aluminum gutters is thirty two gauge. Gotcha. Uh, copper is sixteen ounce. All right, sixteen ounce is one square foot. They ha- they make copper in twenty two ounce, twenty four ounce, thirty two ounce, okay. forty eight ounce. So see. So that's see. There's a lot of there's a I, lot of numbers and a lot of different measurements. I don't know who invented oh, yeah. all this stuff, but it's just. That's kind of hard to, to, to kind of wrap your head around, um, but I guess I, I guess I guess the short the short of it is when you're talking about mill, the, the the bigger the number the better. When you're talking about gauge, the smaller the number, the thicker the gauge, the thicker Correct. the metal. Correct. Ah, okay, we got that now. So I want to I want to go back. You've talked a little bit about the particular metals, you know, in. in how pretty much this, you can get the same metal and put it on the roof, put it on the ha- on the, on the side of the house. 
to me, that's more that's where that industrial and agriculture look comes from, is because you've got that rib system, you know, where, where those where where it's not a flat panel, it's not really a decorative panel. It, it I mean, it looks like a roof, right? That's what because that's what we associate it with. Well, see now that uh, th- there's different roof panels, okay, like our standard agricultural roof mm-hmm. panel is designed with an anti-siphon channel on it. And the anti-siphon channels make sure that the water doesn't cross over top of it. Okay. Because it's not made to be screwed in the humps. Okay. There's not but one, there's not but one metal company that that won't guarantee their metal if you if, is but you they'll guarantee it if you screw it in the hump. Okay. None of your none of your master national chains will guarantee their metal if you screw it in the hump. See that because that's the way every I, I mean. Anything that I've ever seen put down is put down that way. It is, but the it's the in 1956 when Fabrell patented that panel, mm-hmm. they patented the panel with ex, with exposed fasteners in the flat, not in the hump. And the reason for that is, is they designed that anti-siphon channel. Okay, now if you put that screw in the hump and you pierce that side of the anti-siphon channel, all right. And the water level rises up in it. Now the the water will cross over in the threads of the screw and come down and leak on your plywood. Okay. All right, because it will follow, follow that yeah, follow that follow, thread yeah. down. Huh. And uh, but that panel on a three twelve pitch with that anti siphon is guaranteed not to leak with three inches of rain per hour. Wow. See, so it's a lot of water. Yes, it is. And uh, I mean, that's a bucket of water. Yeah. And that's a continuous I mean, yeah, bucket of that's water. That's what I mean. Like that's and uh, but now, that's that's the ag panel going on your roof. All right. Now they do have panels that's called R panels. All right. And you can get an R panel that is a seven eighths of an inch high, but it's flat on top. Okay. Okay. Now, you do screw that in the flat, but as it laps over it doesn't have the anti-siphon channel so you'll have to take butyl tape and put on it okay and then you use a specialty screw called a zip screw and that script's zip screw will hold those two panels together and the butyl tape will keep it from leaking okay so that's the only time you screw in the, these, these panels okay. on on top and uh so See, that, uh, yeah i mean i guess that goes back you got to know which product you're using correct and and not all metal products are the same, I guess. And not everybody's going to tell you the facts about them. Right. You know, and uh, so here you go. You know, we're lo- here a few minutes ago. I was looking at a uh, uh, company that, or a home that all the siding was the same. It's mm-hmm. an R panel on the outside. Yep. Okay. And it's all gray. To me, it looks just like I wouldn't want to live there. Just dull. Yeah. Right. I mean, like bland. And, yeah. And, uh, it, it, that's exactly what it looked like was a bland house. Yeah. Well, uh, the as as technology is changing and, and you're constantly you know they're trying to constantly come out with new products. We're starting to see more and more though that they're, they're making actual siding products that look different as far as cosmetic you know looks. Um, looks like a board and batten house. Some of them right. they, they've got some metals now that you know mimic. They look like a wood. Some kind of wood siding, you know, like a even a hardy board type siding, you know, and you know, with 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 some kind of built in, for lack of a better word, like a picture of a green on it. Yeah. Well, um, with with the modern paints, you know, the uh, well, let's, let's go back to the older paints. Mm-hmm. Let's go to vinyl siding, okay? 
vinyl siding, actually, the paint would leach to keep itself clean. But it's still, you know, there's vinyl siding out there 60 years old. Yeah. Some of it's older than that. And it's still got its white texture to it. Even though it, it leach, leaches, it leaches a small amount. Right. Now, the new paints, uh, you know, my roof on my house has an 850 paint, and it's still gray. Mm-hmm. All right? And it's a 30-year product. But now when we went and added the addition on it, the 850 was phased out, and we went to the 1050 paint because the 1050 is an energy-efficient paint okay. for sun reflection. Okay. All right, the 850 wasn't energy rated because it absorbed the heat more than it reflected. Right. It still it still reflected, but not enough sure. because of the top paint. Uh, Axel Noble is one of the top companies in the world when it comes to paint on the exterior of any kind of metal building or home. Okay. Uh, they're out of Sweden. And you can look them up on the internet and go through all their stuff. And they actually have their test beds, not really a test bed, but their test panels is in Florida and been sitting there for years so they can wash the paint. They're fake. watching all that heat and, and, and abuse. Because, yeah. uh, the, the salt water, the UV yeah. rays and everything. That makes sense. Matter of fact, I had a whole book on, on Axel Noble paint on their test and stuff. That's really cool. That's cool. Well, some of the different ones that we're seeing is we're starting to see a lot again a lot more cosmetic aesthetic pleasing uh, type of things. It's not just the rib. I guess that's the right word for it, right ribs and channels. Yes. Um, and you know so so we but now again we're starting to see like board and batten type siding, and they're making uh, some even in the even in the the metal, the roofing part you know they're they're making some that looks like metal shakes you know like wooden shakes that are made yes. out of metal uh i can't think of the company that uh started that matter of fact i had an account with them one time and uh they were actually the plant was in knoxville mm-hmm. and they were close to an out Al, the alcoa aluminum plant yep. and those were all made out of aluminum okay and uh excellent shingle right you know they even come with a, a shingle that was stone coated to look like a an asphalt shingle yeah and but the price of it was pretty high, mm-hmm. and uh, there's one uh, I know where there's one of them over in Ash County that you can I can actually drive over and see and see how it holds up okay. and stuff because I got a metal roof right above it. Okay, actually I got three right above that same house that I've gone back over the years and looked at to Just see to compare the difference. Yeah, yeah, see how they're holding up. But a lot of those products, shakes and stuff like that, are made out of aluminum. Okay, they are some made out of steel. I think Best Metals has one out of steel, and uh, but if you don't, it everything gets back to one thing: if you don't install it correctly, it's not worth the right. turn. Exactly, exactly. Keeping up with the cosmetic side of things for just a moment, even you know the siding, like we talked about siding, but they even have trim pieces, they have soffits, facial boards, and things like that that are also uh, steel and or aluminum. Um, so that you can continue to get that that same product. So in other words, you can you can do all your trims and all the all the cool pieces and, and stuff in metal as well. It's not just the the flat surfaces. Correct. Uh, matter of fact, my house has steel facial boards on it yeah. because instead of using aluminum, I wrap mine all in forty years steel. That's cool. And they had, at one time they had a soffit 
that was 12 and 16 inches wide mm-hmm. that had the holes in it, and uh, you could get it up to 40 foot long. That's cool. And I, I was actually look, looking at it because if you think about it, if you're going to use vinyl soffit, why not use a piece of steel soffit that's all in one length? So you just put it up there and yeah. you, uh, you don't use a J-channel, but if you use, even if you used aluminum facial board, you would let, let it lap over and put the J-channel against the house, a, a steel J-channel or right. aluminum J-channel to hold it in. And now the soffit's all done in one. So you have the continuous ventilation. That, that You have more continuous ventilation for your shingles than would be necessary. Right. Makes sense. Which would make, would make your shingles last longer. So just, there's a, a lot of science to a lot of things. Sure. Well, I, so I'm going to ask you this one because while we're, on the, again, talking about aesthetics, one that you see, especially, uh, you know, we, we tend to get here in the mountains that more of a – Rustic look, I guess you'd say, in terms of, in terms of like styles of, of housing, right? We we don't get as many quote unquote modern houses where it's the square. You know, you see a lot of a lot of square type housing and things like that, and and that's what you think of when you start to think about residential and metal siding, right? Yeah. It's sort of those that modern style architect or contemporary, I guess is, is is another word for it. But when you start to get in the mountains, you know, we still get that rustic cabiny feel right and so one thing that i've seen is th- this uh the standing seam metal that has like the the um like the, it's basically already rusting as it comes in uh so just to give it that you know that quote-unquote old look well let's uh, let's talk about that because there's a big conception about it and uh there uh there's a company, I'm trying to, I had it once. I want to say Cora Steel. And uh, they're out of uh, Colorado. And they got a, a product, because I actually, had, I priced the building out with their stuff. and But it's totally different than anybody else out there. Okay? And what they, it's a 24-gauge product that actually has one layer of metal with a 40-year primer, or not, it does, excuse me, it has a primer with a 40-year paint, and they are able to bond another layer of metal on top of that that allows it to rust. So that, is, so it's like this, for lack of a better word, like this fake surface on that's rusting. So the actual, the actual, uh, Whatever you want to call it, or the actual panel itself that structurally is not rusting through. Because that, that was my concern, right? When you see that, I mean, I like the look personally. I think it's kind of cool because, you know, I mean, I, you know, I like the rustic look. And I think it looks great on the end of a, you know, put some rock and some wood around it. And, and it's kind of like a little accent wall. Correct. On the outside. But that was my thing, too, is metal rust that means eventually it's going to get a hole through it. and so what you're seeing is it's it's almost it's like an outside coat of metal that's rusting so the actual board, the actual piece itself is is structurally sound that's right okay now there are companies out there right now selling 5e metal mm-hmm. that has no primer no nothing on it it's just steel that runs through straight off the yeah machine, and it's right. 29 gauge and it starts rusting the minute you put it on the roof now that changes the whole dynamics on how you're going to do the 
the roof. And uh, what I mean by that is, is because now you've got a product that's rusting. Mm-hmm. 20 years from now, there could be a hole. Now in you it. got holes in that product. So instead of using regular synthetic felt, you might end up having to weather shield the whole roof to do the protection. Makes a lot of sense. We'll take another break. We'll come right back right after this. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmilling equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades, and debarkers so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Asheboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8304. That's right, all about home construction here on WAT. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there talking a little bit about metal roofing today, or metal siding, rather, today. See, I'm, I'm just so caught up, because usually it is roofing, but uh, it, it's siding today. Siding today. Well, it is, and uh, that product is called Coratin. It comes rusted. It comes rusted. And uh, and they've, you know, back when I first talked to the owner of the company, I guess back 2007, 2008, and about it because we had a like i said we had a client that wanted it and it's quite expensive and uh but it's got the longevity in it because it's made for longevity love it love it you know because that two because of that two panel system sure. involved in it well I'll tell you what let's go we have a caller on the air good morning caller how are we good morning guys happy sunday sunny saturday morning that's it man it's going to be a nice warm hot day and then uh, of course we'll get those afternoon showers and thunderstorms popping up because that's the way we do it here in the high country <laughs> well that will we'll take a little bit of sun early and go from there good deal that's good deal good. well how, uh, how you been I got man? a little bit of a detective question Uh-oh. For you. bring it on uh, have a 5v roof uh that i need a repair piece for question is i'm not sure exactly how old it is and i'm guessing from the way it's acted uh it's probably more of the older stuff that randy was talking about i just what do i uh what do i need to do to make sure that i get something that's going to kind of match up with what's there uh the thing is probably uh I, it was a working barn before it was made into a residence, and uh, it was made in a residence in the early 80s. So help me out. Golly. You know, uh, you know, so many companies now, you know, the companies that originally rolled that have been long gone. You know, and you probably have to take the measurement of the panel. I'd, I'd go to Miller's Farm Supply because I guarantee you that that metal probably come from FCX. <laughs> You know, yeah. that long time before Southern States bought it. Or like Vilas Hardware or Mass Store. 
you know, when they used to uh, sell metal back right. years ago. We're getting a little digital delay here. And uh, But measure the width of your panel, okay? And then go talk to them and find out what the width of their panel is. Because, see, that company we was talking about what that rust had the rusted panel, their 5E oh. wasn't but 21 inches wide. Oh, good grief. So, see, it might be hard to find. And uh, is it along the edge, Bill? It is. Now, what we've done in the past on fixing something like that is take the nails back out of a couple panels, and then we've slid a piece of flat stock up underneath it and and, and, and then refasten it. Uh, yeah, this one actually is torn. It, 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 had a, it had a tree fall on it on the eave side, and uh, it, it ripped, ripped it out but down to the wall. Down to the gable. <laughs> yeah. Then that way, even if it's got a rip in it, it's not going to leak. It's going to travel down the flat stock where it leaks and then run on it into the gutter. So puts, okay. basically okay, you're just yeah, putting a piece underneath. Yeah, and you can, uh, yeah. uh, uh, through the roof is a is a caulking that when you raise the panel. That's know, what I was getting ready to ask. Raise, yeah. the, raise the panel up. If you can find solar seal, solar seal is even better, which you can get it offline. Solar seal is was specifically made for metal and the heat and uh so if you'll take like take take the nails out of several panels because you need to make sure this piece that you slide under is cocked around that thing so the water don't travel because it will travel whichever side of the house is lower it will go to that side but you cock it to a point that you make a, a dam with the caulking as it glues back together so it runs straight down into your gutter uh okay that's a thought I get back and because uh, you can go listen, to listen to the podcast. I guess there you, you go. You can go to uh, Lowe's and buy you a uh, ten foot roll of fifteen inch galvanized and put under it and cock it, and there you go. Okay, that's don't, a thought. Don't use that's aluminum. Something you know, trying to find dimension lumber and uh, something that's going to match up and age out sort of the same is going to be an interesting little chore <laughs> yes it is because you're dealing with decades not years now yeah yes all righty guys well it's getting that getting close to that time they always end up having the question at the end of the show but appreciate what you do and i said i guess i can go back and listen to the podcast and make better notes than i did this time that's what it's for <laughs> no we appreciate that thank you man all right, y'all take care. Thanks again. Always. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Yeah, give us a call, 828-262-1567, and we'll get you on the air, too. Okay, so Bill mentioned something there, and, and you've, you've said this before uh, on, on the show, too. And so when we're talking about metal, siding and roofing, the term V comes up and the term standing seam comes up. What's the difference between a standing seam and a whatever v right 5v well, in this a case fi- a 5v is a was, was a panel that was uh golly invented you know to replace the metal shingles right you know and uh the history of the 5v's been real interesting too because i've worked on some roofs that were put on 1910 14 17 wow. and the 5v wasn't the same then as it as I grew up with, okay, okay, 
instead of having a, a, a peak on it like we're accustomed to, they had a little round, not really a, a, a sharp point, but they had a rounded point, then a flat, then a rounded point. Yes. And uh, and it's uh, because of working on older homes, you know, I went and worked on a lady's house, and I said, was this house built in the early 1900s? She said, sure was. How'd you know that? I said, because of the metal. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so the modern 5V, the points are sharper, okay? And they can be a headache to put together, unlike that medium round, because the medium round was easier to put your nail in. Right. You know, most people out there ever put 5V on, at the end of the day, their fingers are sore. Yeah. You know, because you got to hit it, dent it, and put the nail in it, okay? Okay. But you got to put it in both humps. I've seen a lot of... You know, a lot of the mm-hmm. old-timers, well, it's, one hump's good enough. Yeah, it's got to overlap. Yeah, but you have to put it in the humps on them because that's the way it's designed. Right. And it, it was, it was uh, and if you don't put it in both humps, then it'll, then it'll flutter in the wind. I got you. Either way, you know, and uh, and then, like I said, in 56, Fabrell come out with the ag panel mm-hmm. that we have today. Gotcha. Well, and, and, what, and the standing seam is a hidden fast. One other thing I thought was interesting is there's no standard width of the stuff. You've got 29 all the way down to 16 inches. Correct. And it's, and it's like there's no standard width. Well, there is a, there is a standard in the ag panel. Okay. And uh, standing seam companies won't match back, but an ag panel, generally, you can take another company and mix and match. Good to know. We'll take another break. We'll be right back right after this. Are you looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment you need to get the job done? Look no further than Blue Ridge Sawmills. We offer the full line of Hudson Sawmills and sawmilling equipment. From portable sawmills to skidding winches. At Blue Ridge Sawmills, we understand that every project is different, which is why we offer a wide range of sawmilling services. We can help you from everything from finding the right mill for your farm, hobby, or even your business. We also offer a variety of sawmilling supplies, such as blades, and debarkers so you can get everything you need in one place. If you're looking for a sawmill dealership that can provide you with the quality equipment and the service you need, then come to Blue Ridge Sawmills. We're here to help you get the job done. Call or visit our Cana, Virginia store at 276-755-3833 or our Asheboro, North Carolina location at 336-964-8304. That's right. All about home construction here on WATA. And again, thanks to all of our listeners out there. Give us a call, 828-262-1567. Send us an email, allabouthomeconstruction at gmail.com or on the Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Reach out to us wherever you want, please. Yes. We appreciate that so much. And um, again, just talking a little bit about metal siding today and you know, a little bit of the the standing seam and the, and the the V five V. We we kind of ended up there, but let's talk before we we wrap the show up. You know, one of the biggest things when we're considering any kind of siding is whether it's vinyl, wood, hardy board, or and now metal. Right, we're throwing that in the mix. One of the biggest concerns is the maintenance. You know, the durability. First of all, how long yep. is it? Going, but, but more importantly than that, how much and how often am I going to have to maintain it? What does that look like? 
I guess metal, that's where metal kind of wins out on this over over most of the others, if not all the other siding, right, is the, is the ease of maintenance. Correct. Uh, you're probably going to have to pressure wash it from time to time like a vinyl siding, but that would probably be the longest longevity siding you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. So, well, the, the problem with vinyl siding is the UV rays. After you know several years, they start to break it down, and so you, you've seen these. You know, the the, the vinyl siding has got a hole or a crack in them, or something beat up against them. And well, the good thing about that metal is uh, when you hit it with a weed eater, it's, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. No, it might uh, take the paint off, uh, but it's it's a hard paint to take off. Right, and. Uh, Another thing, if you if you ever consider putting metal siding on, make sure you buy a panel with a substrate galvalume. Okay. Okay, do not buy it with galvanized. Because if your weed eater hits it and it takes the paint and the primer off, then it'll start to rust. Right. Okay. And uh, the well, galvalume has a 25-year warranty underneath the paint. One of the other things that that we think about, and you know, we we run into that here in the in the mountains, but that's just the weather. The the extreme weather, you know, and, and I'm throwing uh, disasters in there too, right? Like, like like fire, it can take the abuse a lot easier and, and a lot more abuse than than some of the other siding products. Correct. Uh, you might save your house in a fire with it. Now let's let's do a different scenario here. You're building a house and you're going to do foam insulation on the inside then you will not be required to put soffit vents on it because a lot of fires come from hot ash going in going up in the soffits and, and then then you start that chimney effect so you Pull, might suck it your in house there. might survive the whole thing see that's what i like and then again of course the rain i mean the, the tornadoes and which we, we don't really see those but we we get the high winds though and and the the driving snow and the, and the the trees that fall and on the, because of that and stuff like that so well, it should survive it. That's what I like about it, for sure, for sure. And again, we're talking about a product that doesn't look like a agriculture or uh, commercial job anymore. I mean, you can get those panels for sure, like we just talked about. But if you want to spend some extra money, you get a lot more cosmetic stuff. And That's right. There's a that, lot of options out that there. looks, yeah, looks like wood or looks like various things. So it's pretty cool stuff. That was a fast show, Randy. I appreciate it. Thanks hey. for coming in. I think it's a good show. I liked it. You think you, it all started because Randy brought me a magazine, and yeah. that's, that's what I, that's what brought the whole thing on. So now I have. And something you know the to bad read. thing about the magazine is that's got the ugliest house with the ugliest side on with the you. front page. Exactly. There's way better pictures of it. Anyway, thanks again for uh, all of our listeners out there, and uh, all of our callers, and then everyone. Thanks again, and then check out the podcast all about home construction. We'd love to get you there, Randy. Fish fry tonight, four to seven. Four to seven. Fish to and chips. Can't wait. We'll talk to you guys later. See ya. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast all about home construction. Our show airs live on WATA Radio in Boone, North Carolina every Saturday morning. Check out our Facebook page, All About Home Construction. Leave your tips and comments there. Also, subscribe, like, and share this with a friend.